I think it was really challenging now with the the COVID uh, to work yeah. from home. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. You have those uh, little kids, you know, they have school, although they, they were really young. So the fact that uh, they missed uh, or not, uh, their they Zoom did not, um, was not uh, that important. By the way, my little one, he was uh, four uh, at the time. Mm-hmm. He, he would go uh, 10 minutes on Zoom and then you would find him, you know, playing with his cars. What are you doing? It was boring, Mama. I could not stand. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Episode number four. We are here uh, with Fanny Srejan. Katra. Big four Sorry. partner. Thanks a lot, Fanny, to be here. Thank you to you both. Uh, it's the first time actually that we record at night. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we are like full of lights and everything. Usually we have just natural lights yeah. behind here. And or, okay. the cl- or the clouds from Luxembourg, not yeah. the actual sun. But yeah. yeah. So <laughs> a fantastic setup here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. We want to ask the usual question, Giacomo. Yeah. Oh, wait, you make, made an introduction already? Yeah. Ah, okay, 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 sorry. You never listen. I, like yeah. It's not the first time, I swear. Because I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> shy. Very good, very good, the two of you. So, Fanny, who are you today? How would you define Fanny? How would I define Fanny? That's a, that's a good question. Where where should I start? So uh, from my accent, I think that some of you would um, uh, know that uh, I'm French, a French person who arrived here in Luxembourg about 22 years ago. Uh, happily, did not really really know uh, a lot about uh, Luxembourg before that. You know, I grew up in uh, Champagne, Champagne area, which oh. is two hours from uh, from Luxembourg. Yeah. Oh. Fantastic and beautiful uh, region for those that have uh, not uh, visited. I really, I really advise you. I have mm-hmm. uh, a lot of nice places, enough champagne um, uh, producers uh, to, to recommend to you if you, if you want. Okay. Studied a bit in France, a bit in the Netherlands and arrived really by hazard in uh, Luxembourg, not knowing too much what was this uh, country where my grandparents were coming, you know, from time to time, but uh, I didn't really know. And then I discovered that it's a fantastic place with a lot of people coming from uh, different countries, so really international. Mm. And I was attracted by that. And I said, like, a lot of people at that time, but we were more shy, we're not saying that, yeah, let's go two years and, and then we'll see. <laughs> and uh, so I landed, uh, I landed in Luxembourg and happily discovered, you know, and met a lot of fantastic people, which make me stay for now 22 years. Whoa, so you, but you studied in France. I studied in France and the Netherlands, yes, yes. Netherlands, where? In Breda, a little Breda. Uh, town not so far from the border, okay. near Tilburg, near uh, yeah, a lot of uh, nice How come you decide to go to Netherlands just for an experience or because you were thinking yeah. to move there? No, I think that, uh, you know, in France, we have those uh, fantastic business schools that are um, helping or facilitating the fact that you're going abroad and having... Uh, like an agreement with some schools and mm-hmm. I picked up uh, the Netherlands because they were speaking English. Yeah. They are nice people as well to exchange with and it was a nice experience for me two years over there. Oh, okay. I met a lot of fantastic people, uh, mm-hmm. friends for life uh, that uh, you know sometimes you have when uh, you go to university and those uh, sort of programs and also discover life, you know, you're, you're, yes. you're on your own yeah. and uh, you can travel uh, in Europe, you can travel in that country. 
uh, makes a lot of sports, uh, going to a lot of museums as well. Okay, and uh, like I was like growing up in France, like uh, you, you told us, uh, you come from the region of Champagne. Yeah, I just know like we be, we've been there actually. Yeah, we have been w- there once. Uh-huh, once. Where but have uh, you been? well, we went to really mainstream place. We've been to Moet Chandon. Yeah. yeah. So um, next time we should go where you will uh, a lot of nice yeah. tell us to go. Yarsis and small producers as well. Yeah, yeah. that will be really interesting. And it was like really good, especially I remember that uh, we went with my dad and my sister. Mm. That mm. They came here to visit us and of course like uh, brought to me the small brother here. <laughs> and uh, we went there and I remember that... The smarter the one. <coughs> Go on, please. Yeah. <laughs> You were saying, (laughs) and like I remember that uh, we went to Epernay, it's called Epernay, Epernay, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think you come like from the mountain, then you start to like uh, the street to start to go, uh, go back and everything, and you see all the vineyards, exactly. Uh, It was like really, really uh, good, yeah. And Um, and it was sunny, it was literally like a really nice view, yeah. While you go downhill and you see all the valley, it's it's really nice really nice lucky with the weather it could be fantastic and you can also go in certain uh, villages that are Mm. awesome awesome to visit some very uh, very nice houses and you have uh, very nice uh, views then you arrive in uh, Epernay in the Avenue de Champagne where you have all the big houses and they told us that it's like uh, the most expensive avenue actually because there is like underground underneath it's like (laughs) crazy because uh, just Moishandon, if I'm not wrong, had like thousand, oh wait, like hundreds of thousands of bottles underneath. I think, he, I so think even millions, no? Yeah, there are not even millions. Like and if miles. you count Pomery and Tetanger yeah. and uh, well, uh, some being in Reims and others in, in Epernay, you have a lot of uh, subterranean um, uh, cellars. Yeah, in fact, like just Moishandon has like twenty-eight. Twenty-eight kilometers. kilometers. Yeah, yeah. Of, uh, it's uh, it, it's crazy, but. All those brands are like from there, like or are, are like old families from there. Yes, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, all the families. Uh, well, they all have their uh, stories, and uh, some are more modern than than others. Mm. But you have to know also that the cellars have been used during the the World War, World War yeah. in order oh. to to hide and to protect some mm. um, food or, or materials of necessity. So mm. multiple use, multiple yeah. story behind that. And actually, uh, I remember about the tour for Moishandon. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, they they showed like the it was actually like a general ledger of all the entries they had uh, of uh, buy and sell. Actually, yeah. just sell and say. And it was the name of uh, Napoleon. Napoleon. Mm. And um, it was so funny because uh, they showed like the very first. Um, time he bought like 300 bottles for his campaigns around uh, Europe right and uh, it was funny because he said you know when I, he basically won all his battles right I mean except for you know like the last two I mean uh, but uh, I mean Russia and then back to Waterloo, Waterloo. but um, it was funny because he said like uh, before leaving for the campaign he would buy like a lot of champagne because he could like eventually um, you know celebrate the victory or 
in, in case of loss <laughs> it could just uh, soak in the in the champagne right yeah. and uh, <laughs> it could be what would be interesting for you guys as well is to uh, visit some small producers so mm. there's uh, you know different uh, experience the small producers would also help you to understand you know how the champagne is uh, is produced what is the mm. story behind the, those uh, those uh, big houses and i can recommend you one that i really love and i'm a bit less objective here my brother <laughs> is uh, working <laughs> for a family uh. making you know everything from uh, you know the vineyard the champagne itself producing and then uh, selling commercializing but, so but is, is he like a sort of sommelier or uh, wait i don't remember the name the other technical name Well, he, you know, he has made studies in order ah, to, studied, uh, yeah. to know how to grow uh, the, the vineyards and the wine and the grapes and how mm -hmm. to assemble the different uh, grapes, the three grapes that we're using in Champagne yeah. and making the assemblage uh, together uh, with some years, some, some years being uh, better than others and could be a vintage. Uh, Uh, and he's doing also also the sales, uh, so he's exporting, uh, okay. not, uh, not selling only in France, but also exporting uh, elsewhere, like in Japan and in, in other countries. Mm. It's really interesting. At uh, the time where the owners were still alive, and it was not uh, uh, so long ago, they they you know they were counting a lot of uh, histories, but they were also trying to find the bottles of your your offer and mm. offering that to you or uh, having uh, this testing uh, with you so remember that once we we tested you know a lot of champagne that they mm -hmm. have in uh, in the winery but they also um, had uh, one bottle of the age of my father and uh, we had that Whoa. together it was fantastic wow so you like champagne like uh, you like to drink champagne also in your let's say i don't know during the week uh, just to chill I would not say that I have champagne every day, <laughs> not at breakfast, but uh, yeah, in champagne, it's uh, usual that, you know, when you receive friends at home, the aperitif mm -hmm. is with yeah. champagne or the uh, weddings are with champagne. And it seems, you know, for, for people from other regions, at first, it can seem a little bit, not really humble, but that's like a tradition. You know? Yeah, yeah. But that's the same uh, for Italy because, uh, yeah. Like my father is a sommelier, and uh, so he, I mean he likes to drink and he likes wine in general. Like uh, yeah. he's a sommelier, and then he actually uh, one year ago he graduated. He did the high school again, yeah. and he became an enologist. Like uh, I don't know nice. if if it's like your brother. So he did the studies, you know, how to grow the um, the grapes, uh, how to mix everything. So uh, he started like you know, a passion for drinking, but yeah. then it evolved in something more uh, scientific, let's say. Yeah, scientific, technical. Uh, technical, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, I mean, a bottle of uh, Prosecco or Champagne or Cremant mm -hmm. is, is never missing in, uh, on the table, you know, e whether it's lunch or, or dinner. So, it's I mean, at the end, it's part of our, our culture, like uh, Southern Europe, let's say. It is. Spain, France, yeah. and Italy. That's good uh, food, good wine goes yeah. together, and then that makes the joy of the family. And you all have uh, all you have to do is then uh, talk uh, around that, and uh, you have a good exactly. Family. But you're lucky then. Mm, yeah, yeah. You have a good family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now because you know, like I don't know if I don't want to say Northern Europe, but in other countries, yeah, it's like champagne and you know sparkling wine. It seems like something that you wanna you know show your I don't know wealth or whatever you yeah. wanna show off. Yeah, that's yeah, the exactly. word uh, so that, that's why I, I know these people would never understand actually our, our culture because uh -huh. like uh, the wine is not just uh, you know drinking for the sake of drinking it's no, like more the price, but, uh, exactly for the, the 
taste and uh, the happiness that is uh, around that. Yeah. And we have fantastic wine in Italy as well. Yeah. What's your favorite one? Do you have one? In you mean in Italy? In it, it's Italian. Yeah. Um, probably um, Barolo is uh, something mm -hmm. that I really like. I do okay. not know too much to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I know a little bit. My husband is a big fan of. Uh, Italian uh, wine, okay. and uh, he would have traveled uh, and know much more. So he makes me discover some things, but I'm, I'm not a big specialist of Italy. Okay. Maybe something to, to work on. Yeah. <laughs> and about French wine? What's, what's your... About French wine, I... Um, to go. So, I would say that uh, taste is evolving, probably mm. with age, or I don't know, with uh, some, some habits. I was really much a fan of, uh, of uh, Bordeaux and of uh, Côte du Rhône as well. Okay. Then I explored, uh, I explored a lot uh, um, the south uh, parts uh, like uh, Languedoc, Roussillon, Minervois, which uh, mm -hmm. which uh, I liked. My favorite still are uh, like in uh, Burgundy uh, for the red wine in uh, Gevray Chambertin, and for the white wine uh, all uh, where that is made uh, with uh, Chardonnay with uh, you know some uh, some variation here. Okay. I can uh, I can say as well that on the white wine uh, I also explored a lot uh, all the um, the um, uh, wine in the Loire. Uh, there's also okay. a nice uh, nice uh, selection over there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure to me too because with all the French words, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a bit lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because actually when uh, again when we were in Egypt, I sent the the pictures of the sparkling wine we were drinking there. Because also when when we go abroad, like we want to experience like uh, local stuff yeah. because if, if you look actually also because it was really pricey because if you were buying a bottle of Barolo it was like uh, I don't know 300 euros and a sparkling wine mm. from uh, from there like local was like uh, cheaper okay no, yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah. Uh, it was like 45 50 euros yeah exactly and and really really good really one good, but a yeah. uh, really good quality right really so good. I sent the um, Uh, the picture to to my dad is like uh, uh, this is sparkling one is like is it uh, uh, wait how do you say uh, classic method in French like the way that is the method champenoise method right it's like and he's asking me is it method champenoise like that is like prosecco <laughs> sparkling wine <laughs> don't don't go uh, too wine much into bubbles <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> white wine bubbles. <laughs> you, you got it. <laughs> There you go. That meant champagne, whatever. That is proud of him. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, so <laughs> the black sheep. The <laughs> no, but um, so how was growing up in uh, Champagne area? Um, how was it? I would say that it was uh, very. Um, very French compared to what we are knowing here. You know, little kids here in Luxembourg, they are speaking various languages and knowing uh, a lot of people from uh, from abroad. I grew up really in a region where only people of uh, France, I would say, uh, uh, are. And, and I was I was really happy because that mm. was what uh, what I knew. And there were still uh, some uh, a lot of people from different uh, regions from uh, France. But but it was uh, it was good. We're traveling a little bit with my parents, to discover also uh, a bit Europe but um, I, th I think that uh, you know growing up and traveling you can uh, you can see that uh, people of your region are, are really generous uh, nice mm. uh, people but at the same time we're not welcoming easily people that uh, are coming from from outside because you grew up with your friends and yeah. 
you um, you then uh, you know people are making their studies, work, have families, and you know that's I would say a quite close uh, circle. So when uh, some of uh, of us in in my family went away somewhere in France, somewhere in uh, in uh, London for for my uh, sister at some point or myself uh, here, it was like quite a change. And uh, you know yeah. that's the life that uh, you and a lot of people has, and, and that's uh, that we are seeing in in Luxembourg. Okay. <laughs> I would say nice uh, childhood, but happy to discover something else as well. That's okay. nice. So uh, you said you have a, a sister. Yes. And so it's you, your sister, and and my brother. Your uh, brother. So my sister is living uh, still in uh, well the no, no. Ardennes, uh, next to uh, Champagne. There's a, uh-huh. a small region called uh, Ardennes. Uh, well, it's uh, one one hour from from Reims. Okay. And uh, yeah, she's uh, she's happily living uh, living in France. I would say. Okay. And your brother. So he's in, in Epernay. Ah, Epernay, same. Ah, you stayed uh, she t- like she. She told us she works in. I didn't do my. You know, yeah. I, I have to take notes. Sorry. <laughs> I told you, fan. You never listen. Like no, because sometimes you think I had the next question, so you're like. <laughs> okay. But okay. When how old you were when you moved to Netherlands? I was uh, 19. Oh, 19. Yeah, I made okay. one year of study in Reims, then two years in the Netherlands, and then uh, one year back in uh, Paris and Reims. Ah, uh, so it was during university time, Yes, no? exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Okay, and wh- what were you studying at the time? Uh, what I was studying... Yeah, what w- uh, the I subject? general business school, so you okay. know, French business school, I don't know how it is for you in Italy, but mm. a various uh, subject from... I don't know, economics, uh, law, uh, geopolitics, but also logistics and strategy and marketing. Okay. A lot of nice uh, things okay. with uh, interesting teachers. You know, this uh, school from uh, Rims that has uh, changed a lot of uh, names and now is called Neoma, uh, merging with uh, Rouen, which is another town. It's a okay. fantax- fantastic school, I mean, to... Uh, to study, to make, uh, to, to to discover uh, different uh, people with different backgrounds, uh, mm-hmm. and to to have experience. You have also work placements. You work in companies, and uh, fantastic. That was a, a time, you know, where you are you are young, uh, full of energy, wants to discover the world. Mm-hmm. So that's really nice. Good memory for me. But uh, and at the time, your sister was uh, she was in London. You said. Yes, yeah, so she's uh, three years, um, uh, how do you say that, smaller than me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after uh, baccalaureate, she uh, went in uh, London for, for one year and then uh, ba- back in France. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. And for you, I was like living in Netherlands. Um, when you arrived there, what, what was like the main difference that we have noticed? I was like living alone. That's a good question. So I was not living alone. I was sharing an apartment uh, with three students, and you know it was those uh, um, those uh, big houses for uh, for um, students. Yeah. So next to us was another apartment. So on the terrace we quit the the barrier so that yeah. you know we make it an apartment for six, and then with <laughs> the next neighbors as well. So <laughs> lots of parties. It was it was really nice in that nice. sense. Uh, you could see that uh, the Dutch people are really. Um, kind of party animals 
Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Dutch people. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah. They are nice people uh, trying as well, you know, to um, to be open to uh, to the world. They speak English uh, faster than, than us, which was which was a big discovery, you know, at school after one hour of English uh, study. They separated the French that were really good in writing with quasi no error, but really bad at, uh, at speaking. And then the Dutch was exactly the, <laughs> the reverse. So we couldn't uh, be mixed to together, though uh, we were mixed in a, in a lot of uh, subjects and, of course, in a, in a lot of uh, parties. So people that are really eager, you know, to uh, to mingle around and to, uh, mm -hmm. to discover and to make you discover their country. They're really proud of their country, all the little and big uh, cities, all the different uh, villages, uh, With, um, with their, I don't know, with their porcelain or their uh, cheese or their different things. Amsterdam is a fantastic town as well. I don't know if you've been there in Amsterdam. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, we've been a few times. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's another world. It's yeah. another world, like uh, if, if you go during summer and late, let's say fall season, it's uh, yeah. lovely because uh, the weather it's nice and um, it's full of Italians. Yeah, also, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when when you go around like October, November, you see just like uh, guys going around with the, like the bean, bean uh, yeah. with written Amsterdam. Yeah, like uh, but it's really beautiful. See, yeah, it's a nice city. Mm. And my mom is always telling me go to the Van Gogh Museum. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's nice. Huh? But I, I, I think I never made it. Mom, don't uh, don't listen. <laughs> I, I I went there. No Ciao, worries. Paula. <laughs> When and uh, so after Netherlands, you came back to France, and I, I was I was coming back like uh, after being two after years. After two years uh, in other country. So after two years, first no of all, I went to Paris when ah, I worked okay. for a company for six months. So again, I shared an apartment with mm -hmm. some friends over there. Really nice to discover Paris uh, life. Mm. Uh, to to you know, every uh, week uh, day uh, I would work and then go and uh, take uh, you know an aperitif here or um, have dinner there. And on the weekend we could discover and travel around Paris. Mm. Uh, would uh, that be uh, you know uh, going to different uh, places or area to to see the atmosphere? Uh, to the market, the Marché Opus, but also going to museum that at that time I was uh, <laughs> liking with uh, with my friends or going to the opera. You know, you mm. didn't have a lot of money at that time, but we were able, you know, to take uh, some places where you're not really seated, mm -hmm. but you're not really standing. You're okay. assis debout. So it's, you know, those... Okay. Uh, chairs that are like this and you just you know, ah, you okay. just pull it from the wall exactly. no? Something and, like you, and just you just lean back you just lay back mm. li like this and you were, we were doing that during the first part just observing who would be missing and then at the <laughs> second part we would then sit down at the very forefront and uh, in front of uh, <laughs> the opera so um, it was it was a good time as well and after paris i went back uh, to rims mm -hmm back to my parents' houses because for six months I would not rent something and that was close to our, my parents. I was like, hmm, 
would be difficult after, yeah. <laughs> after so many times uh, with my rhythm and so on. But it was all fine. It was the last uh, six months. And then I, I, I came to, to Luxembourg. So I tried as well to take advantage of, uh, of that time mm. uh, with my parents. But in the end, you know, you're studying, you're doing again parties because that would be the last student parties before, yes. before working. Yeah. It all went very fast. Okay, I see. And uh, you moved to Luxembourg mm. al alone, or you at the time you were already? Yeah, yes, yeah, I was alone. The way I chose and picked Luxembourg, and I, I came to Luxembourg that I, I really wanted to uh, work or in Paris or in London. And I was applying, but uh, with a lot of um, good intention and, and probably a lack of humility. I wanted, you know, good jobs and so on. And uh. Uh, I applied for something a little bit upper my level. And at the same time, I discovered some companies in Luxembourg that was offering uh, good opportunities or tour in banks and so on. So I went for some interview mm -hmm. and I discovered my company a little bit by hazard. But I really liked the fact that, you know, there were a lot of young people working uh. there a lot of opportunity that was uh, possible and a lot of people from different countries. So I thought I saw that probably at the time like a second Erasmus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's true in the end. Uh, I think that was the better choice uh, that, I've, uh, that I've made. And how was like Luxembourg uh, 22 years ago? <laughs> it was uh, le much less constructed, much less, um, much less bars and uh, lifetime, although there was. Huh? Uh, mm. but less uh, probably less opportunities but still a lot of people again as I said earlier coming from various uh, countries and everybody uh, and I, I'm sure that you had the same experience everybody is coming from uh, from different countries with no with no family here yeah. mm. so it's really ha yeah. easy you know to make friends because everybody is seeking friends mm. so um, it was uh, it was uh, yeah it was easy to meet people and to and to mingle together and to to have good uh, yeah good friends on which uh, yeah, you can trust and and have good time but uh, yeah, so this bar, uh, this uh, place uh, existed uh, at, the, at the time. So all restaurants and bars would have different names, changing mm -hmm. every year, every two years, a lot of uh, rotation as well. Um, really quiet. I remember that uh, when I was arriving uh, with my little car in front of the station, you know, at the traffic light, I was the first car at 8 a.m. 8 a.m., there was nobody on the street. <laughs> it was completely empty. Not like today where people are, are yeah. probably getting up at 6 or 7 and trying yeah. to make it to yeah. the traffic. Completely different. A lot of land, not so much construction around. Yeah, yeah. But still, I enjoyed it. I'm still here. So <laughs> and what was the reason for you to stay? Like, uh, That's a good, uh, good question. Um, I think that, uh, indeed, as I say, I, I wanted to stay two, two years in Luxembourg or two years in my company and then discover a client and, okay. and go. And in the end, I think that I really liked uh, the atmosphere that, that we had uh, in Luxembourg, mm -hmm. having so many uh, friends and so many nice people uh, around, around me. Uh, but also so many opportunities because I think that when you are a young, uh, a young man, a young girl, the opportunities in Luxembourg are easy, easy to grab. Okay. And if you're, you know, 
curious, uh, you're happy uh, to, to, to work, to ask questions and, you know, to go forward, there's a lot of opportunity uh, that, uh, that comes to you and you just need to grab them and make something out of it. Ask, uh, ask questions, yeah, be curious and, uh, and discover and enjoy, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So that was really the, the thing that I did, I really enjoyed. Yeah. So you started uh, already in the company you work oh, yes, now? Yes, yes. Well, which is something probably that uh, people do not do anymore. 22 years in the same company. Uh, and uh, I mean, were you wondering already that you one day you will become a... Uh, no? Not at all, not at all. No, I was, uh, was just uh, probably seeing two or three years ahead, but uh, uh, not too much. And again, time is, uh, is passing very fast. You have opportunities. Uh, I was mm-hmm. enjoying what I was doing and... Uh, and you know, time is uh, is passing, and then you say, "Oh, yeah, it could be, it could be nice. Maybe mm-hmm. if, uh, if I stay and have this exposure, I work for this client, yeah. or or I get the opportunity to develop my skills here and mm-hmm. there, and uh, probably had the chance uh, to uh, to work for the right people, to meet the right people, to have the ni- the right colleagues as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's always a question of." Uh, chance opportunity and probably you know you also create that opportunity a mix of, of all of that yeah and uh and you always stayed in uh, in audit yes i did i did um uh, some advisory uh, missions oh, as okay. well for some clients which i'm i'm still doing today which does not represent the big part of, uh, of mm-hmm. my time but yeah, uh, yeah. That, uh, that enabled me to uh, discover something else, to discover the industry in which, uh, in which I am and to understand better my clients as well, to understand better their needs and uh, to be able to, to help them as well, mm-hmm. which is yeah, dangerous. And uh, I was like auditing like 20 years ago because uh, right now we have Python, we have Alteryx, we have a uh, thousand of apps that we can uh, easily like uh, do our job. Uh, I, I imagine 20 years ago it wasn't like this, right? So there were things that were completely different and much more manual uh-huh. and things that are still the same. Okay. Um, so the tool that was the most important for us was the red pen. Okay. The red pen would allow us to tick, meaning to to sum, you know, all your column, all your figures and making sure that you've done this and document that you've done it, you know, and mm-hmm. we courses on how to wow. tick. Uh, there were also <laughs> people that uh, put, I can't remember the, the name in English, to put the stamp, uh, exactly uh. the stamp, yeah. when an audit was finalized and, and signed, <laughs> you know, all days. N- know that in uh, some countries like Spain, they're still having, you know, the, yeah. the nice papers, official paper with the, with the stamp, so that's... Uh, um, and we had, uh, so we were using Bloomberg not for a long time ago, so you could be as an assistant assigned to go on the Bloomberg devices for three days in a row and pick the numbers and write wow. it. It was horrible. Uh, so when you were assigned to that, to the valuation of the portfolio, you were not that, uh, that happy. But, you know, <laughs> it did not last long, maybe one year, and then you were, you, you were doing uh, something else. But what is, uh, what is still staying today and that existed at the same time is that, you know, what is important in an audit is that you understand the activity of your clients, mm. you understand what he is doing. Uh, you are talking to the people, you know, you're mm. changing with those people. Hey, what are you doing on uh, your day to day? What is your job? How do you control mm. that? What are you producing or what are you making a, a, as a service? And you know, we are still and we were at the time. 
helping our clients, you know, to uh, be uh, better in, I don't know, their control, their financial controls mm. or um, any, anything that uh, they wanted to, uh, to develop. So that part is still staying. And I think that's, uh, that's also one part that is probably the most uh, important and the most interesting. No? There are yeah. some clients that you start with and you still have now. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, no, I don't think. Okay. Well, I, I, I have some clients that I have st- since uh, for many years, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but the very first uh, client uh, that I had that are still here in Luxembourg, you know, to kind of uh, rotate. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But it's interesting that uh, I still uh, meet uh, those uh, people at the mm. time in the street, uh, or and uh, we still, you know, good friend. And hey, how are you? That was the old time at um, <coughs> our uh, events uh, not uh, long ago. I met again some someone that I was working with uh, f- during 15 years, so 15 years ago, where. Mm. Uh, both uh, young people trying to, you know, to to make uh, our day on this uh, on this file that was really complicated, and uh, we we've been really good friends after that. If uh, we've been doing that difficult thing together in a nice atmosphere, yeah. it was not uh, an easy one. I think that we can uh, work on a lot of clients together. Yeah, but that's that's something that because uh, now I switch out of audit, but. Uh, Something that I really liked is like um, when you have like either big clients or any anyway like difficult tasks. Uh, if you have the, I mean, you're surrounded by people that you trust and yeah. you, you know, let's say, um, yeah, let's just say you trust. Um, even working long, long hours, it doesn't matter because you do it for the team. You do it for your friends at the end, right? Exactly. They're not just colleagues. So... Um, it's something that I, I, I mean, it really stuck with me, right? It's like um, it's it's a very important dimension. You you're uh, picking on on the trust. I think that's fundamental because uh, you know the work that you are doing and producing that someone is reviewing. There's an element of trust in it, uh, but it's also a kind of a respect and helping each other. We mm. all had some colleagues, you know, that were in pain uh, after some long hours <laughs> at night, uh, uh, various uh, evenings. So why not helping them? Mm. And, you know, that's how you also create uh, this uh, belonging uh, or this uh, attachment together yeah. and that you make friends at, at work. The same goes with the uh, clients, huh? clients that you're helping, you know, uh, a lot they of will them remember. are, oh yeah, yeah, they mm. will remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially if you deliver with quality, I mean, if it happens that then they switch to someone else and they see a difference, they will yeah. come back for sure, I think. Yeah, right? exactly. But uh, you value and not, so, you know, with the cup hat, yeah, yeah. which is uh, <laughs> what we, we want to be. Yeah, and uh, like along your career, I mean, I, I, I bet there's many examples, but is there, uh, is there been any moment where you said, that I want to quit, I, oh I yeah. cannot do this anymore? <laughs> <laughs> there was much more when I was uh, really young and probably at some point uh, one year when I was managing, but when I was really young, um, meaning the two first years, I was uh, working with some nice people and some other people which... I valued a little less that had much less values, you know, the values of respect, of uh, uh, trust, but also we a team. Uh, and 
If you do not have that uh, and you're working with someone, you know, um, and you don't you don't see that the person is uh, valuing not only your work, but valuing the team, valuing, uh, you know, what what matters to you. Pff, why continue working with uh, with those people? And I was uh, really at that time saying to myself, maybe it's time for me to discover some, some something else. And I was also probably uh, thinking, yeah, maybe I know. I know that it's all in audit. Maybe I know. I know all. Um, and I don't. Uh, I will not uh, learn uh, much more, Anymore. which was mm -hmm. completely, uh, completely wrong. And I discovered that not uh, a couple of years uh, later. But I had the chance uh, to meet uh, some uh, some people, uh, managers, directors, and partners who trusted me on something. And then that came a little bit by surprise. But you know, in the um, uh, Life magazine of uh, the company. Uh, a partner was saying, yeah, there's uh, these uh, new norms uh, and uh, we're helping our client to adapt to that uh, norms. We're doing some audit and some advisory um, things. And because the norms have been uh, evolving a lot, uh, we are uh, understanding it and making it easier for our clients and we're looking for teams to do that. Mm. And that was an American norms coming from the CFA, the Gibbs, uh, uh, the Gibbs uh, standard. And I said to myself, that seems very interesting. Let's apply. So I wrote, mm. I wrote a, an email to, to that partner. By the way, it took me at least 30 minutes to find the <laughs> right word and so on. <laughs> and then uh, so uh, he came to me, interviewed me and said, I really have a lot of work. There's those 15 new standards that I need to uh, digest. Can you summarize them to me and explain them to me? Okay, fine. So I had my week, you know, to uh, to work on that, to understand it. I made uh, summaries and then I presented uh, it to, to him. And he said to me, that's fantastic. Uh, but I need now to present it to a client, which is a very big investment manager, international manager. Um, it's next week and I do not have time. So you'll, you'll come with me and you'll present it to the client. Well, that was, was a big uh, step for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for that. <laughs> so stress came in, I uh, repeated and so on. It was a fantastic opportunity, an opportunity mm. you know, to discuss with that uh, investment manager and his team, with the team, because it was not only a partner, also at my, at my company. And uh, here I really started. I really started my career, understanding what the industry means, what's really helping a client uh, would mean as well and mm -hmm. how we could develop a team. So we developed a lot of services around that and uh, okay. it, was, uh, it was fantastic. A uh, very nice opportunity. And um, and when you were working, let's say in audit, because uh, that explains already something, uh, you were with your uh, boyfriend slash husband? I was uh, with husband. my past uh, boyfriend, not, uh, ah, okay. <laughs> not the new one that became, uh, that is now my uh, my husband. Ah, okay. okay, and actually I was, because, um, you know, like managing a relationship when you work in uh, audit is always a struggle, I would say. It's not that easy, so yeah, I was... Uh, probably, I think that... Um, my husband and I, I mean, we are, uh, we like what we do at the job. He is also working a lot. And by mm -hmm. the way, he's traveling as well a lot. Okay. And we respected uh, each other because, I mean, um, what we value in our job is uh, the fact that we're developing some skills mm -hmm. and, uh, and um, some knowledge and some experience and exposure but also that we have uh, a good uh, network, a good social network mm -hmm. with our uh, colleagues and uh, with, uh, with our clients. So 
The fact that we work long hours certain weeks or less long hours was not really much an issue between us. Mm. There have uh, always been respect as long as it was, um, it was healthy and that it uh, brought, uh, brought uh, each other something. And then it uh, changed a little bit when uh, we created our family. We have mm -hmm. two uh, little uh, little uh, boys, uh, seven and five. And uh, you know, mm. when uh, when you have uh, little children, you also you know need to spend yeah. time with them and to because uh, you know they they count on you to to grow and uh, that's mm -hmm. really important. I think that you learn how to be more efficient, to say no more easily to set certain things or to adapt every day, every week. And that's working well for us. Yeah. Actually, we have so many, you know, trainings about time management. Yeah. Exactly. But the, the yeah. real deal is actually you have a baby and then you learn time management. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I think it was really challenging now with the, the COVID uh, to work yeah. from home. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. You have those uh, little kids, you know, they have school, although they, they were really young. So the fact that uh, they missed uh, or not, uh, their they Zoom did not, um, was not uh, that important. By the way, my little one, he was uh, four uh, at the time. Mm -hmm. he, he would go uh, 10 minutes on Zoom and then you would find him, you know, playing with his cars. What are you doing? It was boring, Mama. I could not stand. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, the teachers are not really, um, were not really, uh, I would say, upset uh, by that situation. But we were doing uh, what uh, what we could. The good thing with us is that uh, we have a nanny, and she stayed with us, so she brought uh. us a lot of help. So I could uh, not okay. really, really okay. complain. Uh. But it was good as well because we spent time uh, in family and with our nanny. I mean, we were exchanging a lot together, having my husband as well was every day at home which never happened yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was nice we created different habits and uh, you know compared to other countries spain or france that i that i know the most where people had um, more severe lockdowns in luxembourg mm. we could go outside yeah. so every day i was with the bike uh, with the kids or in the forest uh, doing okay. some uh, some work with them so It was hard from a social perspective. Uh, mm. This I can uh, I, I totally agree, but it was less hard than in other countries. So I'm trying to. Yes. Yeah. So you live here in Luxembourg City? Yeah, I li I'm living in Bonnevoie. So oh, okay. okay. So uh, it's easy, you know, to to go everywhere in Luxembourg. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because actually <coughs> I was about to ask, but you partially replied already. Like, because uh, okay, I'm not thinking to have a baby now, but. You know, like when you, you live sure so, <laughs> so so far, we're I mean, uh, me and Fly, for example, we're living like a thousand kilometers away from our place. So uh, I mean, all my friends, you know, um, I mean, if they have a kid, they they can always rely on the yeah. on the grandma on, or on yeah. the grandpa, right? But for us, it would be I guess totally different because I mean, we don't live uh, we don't live next to our parents. So, but. Uh, so uh, I was for you like um, it's, it's the a help challenge from huh? because our parents are not here. Uh, my family so is in Champagne, and the mm. family of my husband is in uh, Spain. So not, ah, okay. uh, not I would say <laughs> door uh, clo closed door. Um, so you know in Luxembourg there is this uh, fantastic systems of au pair, and a lot of our friends, uh, uh, if your house or your apartment can uh, can accommodate, uh, 
It's a fantastic uh, way as well to, um, uh, to accommodate a little bit of flexibility. So an opera would not replace a parent in terms mm. of education, but gives you a little bit of flexibility with the kids, either to pick them up from, from school or to play, simply play with yeah. them. Or to mm-hmm. Also to give you some, I think, to give some time just with your husband and everything if you want mm. to have... Dinner, dinner as in a normal couple. Totally, yeah. exactly. And yeah. this is more, this is easier for us. So just have it a little bit organized, a little bit in advance. Uh, and, and you have also, you know, um, you have uh, those uh, websites uh, with uh, nanny that come maybe for two hours or three hours when you want to go outside for dinner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's uh, ladies at uh, the crèche, the kindergarten that are also happy, you know, to work for two hours uh, for, for doing that. So mm. it's, it's not impossible. <coughs> it requires a little bit of organization, mm-hmm. but, um, but it's good. And before having kids, like what was the most challenging time in your career? Uh, um, Choosing which place to go on uh, that weekend because there's too much places where we (laughs) can go. (laughs) I did not have uh, so much much, uh, issue, I would say. Uh, Challenges, uh, let me think. Uh, It's not easy to find. uh, I mean, when you have a family can tell you that uh, the life is a little bit uh, different. It's not bad. That's not at all what I want to say, but uh, it requires organization. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before, I mean, I was waking up on a Saturday at the hours, uh, the timing that <laughs> I wanted, I could go out without any issue. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> little bit of organization, yeah. But also because you told us that uh, your husband is traveling a lot. Traveling yeah. a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, uh, again, uh, the, the first year, the first two years was a challenge uh, uh, to figure out uh, how would I would go uh, to pick my child from uh, kindergarten and uh, then, uh, you know, have fun time together, but also uh, finish my project, you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you find that yeah, we all find some, uh, some ways and uh, we have a good routine and we're also adapting, you know, there's always something that you cannot uh, plan, which is which is okay, which is fine. We are all, all adapting. Mm-hmm. But the, the um, I would say the the most important thing is really to take time for uh, your family and for yourself. And this is mm-hmm. the the most challenge that we would have now. Yeah. And so, what when you're when you are alone, what what do what do you do? What do you like to do? When What's I'm alone, uh, alone by myself. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. hobby, your how do you okay, so relax? If I want to relax, cozily at home, a little bit of tea, nice music, a good book, or calling my friends, mm. uh, then also having some uh, nice uh, wine or champagne tasting with my friends. But I like also doing sports. Uh, not mm-hmm. that I'm a very highly sporty person, but sport is uh, really part of my, uh, of my week. Uh, it's very important for me you know, to refresh and to yeah. take fresh air. Yeah. So I like uh, walking in the forest, doing some Nordic uh, walking, also hiking, uh, you know, in, uh, in the Petite Suisse, Luxembourgeoise, and all the, for you, the places that Luxembourg has to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, uh, that's really important. So I'm, I'm doing that all, uh, during the weekend or at lunchtime as well. Okay. Uh, lunchtime is, uh, is easy, you know. Uh, mo- most uh, companies would, uh, would have some uh, showers or some... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, places where you can change and, uh, and you go. 
But now I open the showers, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, guess I will still not go, but <laughs> <laughs> just asking. Yes. <laughs> After a difficult meeting with a client, <laughs> yes, okay, <that's> shower. <laughs> <laughs> not not because of the Nordic yeah. walking. I'm closing the CGA. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's part of uh, the way you know to uh, to expulse off all the stress and yeah. let's uh, yeah. let's uh, make good vibes uh, come. But actually, uh, what is like specifically not working? Because I I I I don't know nothing about it. It's just uh, what is the difference between I don't know hiking and uh, just walking. Um, so you can walk, you just go, you know, yeah. with your foot and you, yeah. you can that do can Nordic I... walking with the poles, uh, a technique, you know, to, uh, to go with uh, long arms and uh, yes. long legs and uh, go a little bit uh, faster, I would, I would say, but it also moves about uh, uh, 90% of, uh, of your body, which is, uh, which is good. Yeah. That's not a very good, a uh, very, um, requiring, um, musculature, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that in, in English, yeah. but it's entertain your body. But for me, the most important is that I'm outside and taking some mm. fresh air and doing yeah. some, some activities. So I'm doing that mm, with some friends sometimes or in, in a club that I'd like to join. Uh, mm-hmm. My to-do list, you know, to renew that. <laughs> and hiking would be m- really much uh, in the mountains. So, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. so call it mountain in Luxembourg, but there's still a lot of places to go uh, you can you can go do some some very nice uh, things. There's a lot of clubs in uh, Facebook or in other uh, other apps uh, that you can join and uh, and do that in, in groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, uh, like Giacomo. No, actually, once funny funny story funny. Story. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I was uh, with um, my girlfriend at the time. We're in Italy. We're in the middle middle of Italy, more or less Emilia Romagna, like a region. And uh, let's say, w- let's go for a hike, like uh, just walking, right? And uh, at some point we take a route, uh, route, so, you know, there are different colors or uh, paths oh that yeah. you can, and it was like 10 kilometers. It was like, yeah, okay, it's fine. And we just walk. And so at some point we see like uh, the, the path yep. goes deeper and deeper, uh, <laughs> sorry, steeper <laughs> and steeper. And uh, at, at, at some point uh, we had also to climb a bit, oh you yeah. know, uh, and my my girlfriend at the time she started crying because she couldn't like uh, oh, yes. bear it because it was like uh, uh, it's too dangerous let's go back I was like no yeah. come on it's like only two kilometers let's do it yeah. blah, blah. and at some point the guy talking <laughs> that he broke his toe <laughs> playing beach volley it's not dangerous it's not dangerous so at the end we we, we um, we we got to the peak and it was like uh 2.2 kilometers uh, height so it was really really yeah, yeah, like a high steep yeah 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 so yeah i was just with jeans and uh, you know like uh, let's go for shoes. a walk but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did you enjoy and yeah, yeah, it was really after cool. After that? And actually, He's afterwards, still recovering. <laughs> yes, <laughs> after <laughs> ten years, <laughs> still injured. No, then I, I when I went to Japan because I've been there for six months. Ah. Uh, I went to uh, Fuji. Yeah. And uh, also there, I mean, we were three people. One was really expert, let's say, in you, like because at the time didn't know, but basically every more or less under fifty meters, the temperature goes below, uh, goes down by one. Um, degree right uh, but it was uh, December no sorry August 
in Japan, which is super like warm. It was like 30 degrees. Mm. So I said, okay, let's go on the top of the Fuji. I was like, uh, sure, okay, let's do it. And it's like a three three thousand eight hundred kilometers, right? Mm. Something like that. Meters. Yeah, meters. Mm. What did I say? Kilometers. Uh, no, 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 meter, meter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so again, still my mistake. I was like with jeans. I mean, a lot of like uh, t-shirt, sweater, and uh, mm. coat and whatever. So I, I was I was ready, right? But I I, I was without gl- uh, gloves and without uh, like a, a hat. Oh, we start like uh, going. It's not difficult. You can just literally walk. Okay, sometimes it's really steep, but you can still manage. It's not like nothing impossible, difficult in my opinion. Not climbing. climbing. <laughs> no, not climbing no. this time. Okay, that's good. <laughs> but uh, but you know, like the more we were going up, and the more um, the more it was getting really, really cold. So at some point, we um, we got to the peak, to the um, to the summit. But it was really freezing. It's like uh, my my hands were shaking because it was like zero degrees. Because if you make some calculation, like the, you know, by the time we got the um, to the summit, it was like zero degrees. So um, yeah, it was freezing. And uh, in order to survive, I mean, I can say it. <laughs> well, no, no, don't don't say it. No, no. Come on, it's funny. No, no she's funny. Yeah, she's you're <laughs> not. But it, uh, we had to warm uh, ourselves, right? Because I didn't have gloves, right? And I and I I don't remember because yeah, I had like um, uh, I mean I could somehow cover my hands, but still like it was super windy and super cold, so I was like I'm gonna die or something like that. So my friend came up with a really nice idea. That's why he's an expert, and we had him on the crew. So we had to. Uh, we took a bottle of plastic and we peed on yeah. the bottle of plastic in order to warm hands. Uh, yeah. So and then you have you to adapt to the <laughs> nature, to the conditions. Is no way. You know, there's uh, some yeah. people that are organizing um, weeks of uh, survival for survival. You know, okay. in France, in some uh, in some uh, area. So now that uh, you've done stage one you can maybe go to stage yeah. two and uh, yeah. go in the forest but, n- so. but now I've done great because I broke my toe while drinking gin and tonic along the beach so <laughs> I need to review my, my skills it's for adventurous <laughs> guy <laughs> no no but I, 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 I really liked it but um, especially yeah the fit I mean the, the aspect of the adventure because you don't know what you're expecting and it's still a challenge right because uh yeah before that i did only two yeah two thousand two thousand meters so it was still okay right and we ended up with the flu for two or three days after that yeah <laughs> yeah actually because uh then we came back on the ba- uh, at the base camp but it was off season mm. so there was i mean there was no no hotel no camp no nothing so we literally had to sleep uh like in the toilets because they were a little bit warmer <laughs> And fantastic and, uh, vacation that you're yeah. doing and we did i uh, also other way around because usually when you go to the summit you you start in the night so when once you reach the peak you see the the sunrise right mm. but we did other way around so we <laughs> we we got to the summit and it was uh sun setting and so then it was to- totally dark you know imagine it at the peak of a fuji <laughs> and it was totally dark and we had to go uh, climb all the way down uh and we didn't have a torch i mean any torch 
So we we put the the flesh in the phone, but it was still okay. Mm. But uh, I, again, if I made it after this experience, I'm uh, <laughs> still ready. I'm ready to take on everything. Yeah, anything. Nice experience, Giacomo. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for sharing. Especially pissing in the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Honey, do you have some question for him? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, sorry. <laughs> I, I Too I much screen time. I know, I know. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I wanted to share it. No, yeah, no, we were no, into no, hiking no, no. and stuff. Uh. We're, we're really happy to have you tonight and sharing your stories. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, be fine. I'm serious. Uh, can I may ask you a question? Uh, if you want, if, if you uh, want to, I mean, uh, can organize your next vacation uh, if, uh, if you want to rely on on someone. <laughs> so yeah, please, go on, go on. Question, Honey, how to survive in Luxembourg? Because now we know how to survive on on the Fuji. The on the Fuji. Fuji. Now I would like Take to notes. know how to survive <laughs> in Luxembourg for twenty-two years. Twenty-two years, yeah, exactly. Even more That's if we can, but. <laughs> like <laughs> um for me um what i value the most and that is important is really enjoy or or make something that makes you enjoy life okay. you know you can be in any places of the world so you can be in barcelona next to the beach and that would be probably better from a weather point of view But what really counts is uh, who are you surrounded uh, by and what are you doing every, every day? Is that something that uh, goes uh, along with what you want to do, with your value, with your development? And, uh, and uh, do you have the, the right uh, person uh, next uh, to you to mm -hmm. help you or to help them as well? And to share, so it's it's really uh, you know grab uh, the opportunity that you have, and the opportunity can be at work, can be in an association, can be in your social life. Um, but stand uh, well, know yourself, and uh, stand by your choice. And if you're not happy by by your choice or by something, make a decision, you know, to accept it or to change it. And uh, yeah. Enjoy life is really is really what uh, what we need uh, the most. We can stop it here. It's like uh, yes. I don't want to go lower than the, this level. And nice reply. Like yeah, it. actually yes, because someone uh, just says like focus on what you do, work hard, blah blah. But they never they never think about like um, try to be consistent with with your values. Or Which is not easy. Yeah, by the way, mm. I'm, I'm saying that as if uh, you know it was uh, what I'm doing every day or what is easy. It's not. It's not. But I think that uh, you know, while uh, you um, yours are, are passing, uh, you're you're making mistakes, and that's okay to make mistakes. Would that be at work or in your in your life? But you're learning from that, and you're going ahead, mm. and you're taking the most out of it. So we're mm. all learning that. And if I may ask, like. Um, Now your partner, imagine you like 20 years ago, you will do the same path to go partner or you would like to change something like... Uh... That's a good question. Probably, um, I don't know, I'm happy with, uh, with that, what I'm doing. I'm happy with the life I had and uh, I have and uh, the choice I, I made. Uh, there's so much thing in this life that I would like uh, to try to do that 
if I if I could have done you know ten time ten ten things uh, at the same time going to South America and visit uh, visit. Uh, a lot of places, learn how to cook and maybe, you know, have a life around uh, cooking at some point would, would yeah. be good. There's so many things that I like to do, but do I need to change my past life to do that? I'm not sure. Maybe, mm. you know, that's something that I can do now. Yeah, you can do now or like in a few years. Exactly. You know, now yeah. I, I have those um, fantastic apps, apps uh, that we have on the iPhone, like Masterclass or others. Mm, yeah, yeah. And, and you, can, you can learn so many things. And that's cool ways, you know, to learn how to cook or how to, mm. to uh, not be an analogist, but at least to, yeah. uh, to know um, uh, things about wine and enjoying uh, wine uh, at the same time. Mm. I like to, uh, to hike much more. Yeah, we should objective. find also a master class for hiking. <laughs> <laughs> there Maybe is not for the to moment, me. I'm afraid. <laughs> 200 euros. <laughs> yeah, that's the cost. You know? Usually master... Uh, do you yeah. go actually in the up master class, yeah. the bla uh, black one? No? Yeah, the black and with the M, I mean, uh, white, which is no? red. red yeah. And the classes are around 200 euros each, Exactly, no? for, for the euros. Yeah. Price with uh, a lot... So in line I with I the market. I don't have this app. It's like the one that also Gordon Ramsay is yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can find that. Euros. I yeah. can cook like uh, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. And Some see, try it. Yeah. You can How try to it for 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> or for hiking, up to you. No, no, not hiking. Masterclass by Giacomo Moretti. <laughs> no? No, no, frate. No, I'm sorry. Like, uh, you're an auditor. Or oh, not anymore, you're an auditor. You're a data scientist. I'm now. still assurance, though. You're oh. still assurance. Very good. So you're the future. You're the future of our company. Uh, I think so. I don't want to be so... No, no, no. Don't put so much reliance on me. <laughs> we no. are. No. So if you tell me not to no, do... No, no, no. Next I, partner. Uh, I, I, I like what I'm doing and I really believe in what I'm doing because... Um, yeah, I mean, uh, actually, uh, um, along all jobs I did, I, I seen the potential of transformation and stuff. And assure, I mean, audit in general is one of the, um, you know, uh, one of the jobs where you can improve a lot. Yeah, I agree. And um, yeah, I think actually, <coughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm, there will never be a scenario where a robot will replace the the auditor because the auditor has, uh, um, you know, you have uh, so much input to give like uh, your uh, your perspective your point of view yeah. on on a matter whether something is important or not so it's not that but uh, we we uh, how do you say we lose a lot of time in something some stuff that are repetitive like yeah. you know organizing the excel Ooh. sheets and uh, if there's an app or something that could uh, facilitate that, then just go for it. So the auditor will just yeah. learn audit itself and not yeah. uh, being... I agree, it would be a revolution. It yeah. is already a revolution. There's yeah. a lot of things that we have replayed that uh, uh, we were doing at the time. You know, when I was starting as an assistant, uh, uh, my partners were telling me that they, when they started, they took the newspaper, took the prices of, uh, you know, each uh, stock and input that on a paper. And that yeah. was, you know, their audits. When I started, we took, you know, the Bloomberg prices, input it in Excel, made the calculation, and here was uh, our audit. Yeah. Nowadays, 
those data are coming, you know, from different uh, tubes are compared to the one of your clients. Yeah. And uh, this analysis is done with the input of the auditor, as you say, is not to do the input or to choose the right uh, source because we can automatize that. It's much more to analyze the exception yeah. and, to, um, and to add value to the market, to the investors and to our clients. Probably one day, which is not very long from now, we'll not have uh, one uh, audit a year, four months after the battle, but mm. probably um, a more frequent audit. Mm -hmm. We speak yeah. about continuous audits uh, yeah. uh, at uh, at a date, maybe a few days after uh, the, the, the date uh, that you choose and not in four months or in six months. Mm -hmm. So the level of uh, assurance and trust that we would um, provide to the market, to the investors again, to the users of uh, uh, the financial information mm -hmm. and to our clients would be much, much bigger. Okay, I see. And actually, how do you uh, stay up date? Uh, I don't. I'm not, I mean, not just regarding technologies, but it also other topics in your whether it's your job or uh, your uh, your passions or anything else. How do you? In the um, well, there's various sources and probably too much uh, sources, <laughs> too many sources that uh, that we have uh, to choose. So again, it's, it's a matter of uh, priority, but also uh, be curious. You know, I cannot stick to my uh, little sources every morning. So my French newspaper or uh, the UK newspaper or whatever. So I'm trying to uh, to observe uh, various uh, various news and uh, a lot of things are, are coming now with uh, with the app uh, with. Uh, uh, with the internet, uh, a lot of news uh, letters are coming to my um, to my emails, but there's also conferences where you're listening to uh, what uh, people uh, are thinking, are saying, are um, uh, predicating for for mm. the futures. So I like really much uh, um, the Economist, for example, where I think it's a good analysis of, of uh, what is. Uh, currently happening or what would come in the in the futures uh, but there's uh, again a lot of conferences people that are also able to have an opinion on what would come next not mm. only in the industry but in life with high tech with medicines mm. and, uh, and and so on there's too much to read probably yeah. Every day you do it to become weekends. Yeah. Podcast okay. also I like. Yeah, it. so don't be that, uh, don't be like the guy that only relies on Facebook guys. I know. So. No. Facebook is good to know how your friends are going and to send some pictures of them, but uh, uh, not much. No, but you know the, those guys that they just um, they just read the, the title. read the title, share it. Oh my God, look what's going on! They want to, I don't know. Yeah. They, they <laughs> There's the 5G in the vaccine. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, crazy so. stories. That's okay. The podcast is good. You can listen them while you're training, yeah. doing your fitness, or. Or, or anything yes. and uh, you know uh, there's some article that uh, you can you can listen to as well which is yes good. yeah but how to buy the premium of the of the newspaper yeah you know there's uh, some app uh, now that uh, are uh, transforming a text into a vocal um, a, a vo vocal thing that uh, you can listen to so not all the app are, are very good because you you know you have a monolithic voice that yes. explains to you <laughs> So no, I can't do that. But some are better than others. I'll try. I'll try. We also have some, um, let's say, funny questions. Funny meaning that they're for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, let's uh, we'll do one on one. 
So this one, I, I mean, I like it. But what is the stupidest thing you spent money on uh, that you think is stupid? Well, maybe there must be something, right? There must be something. Because the previous guest was like, oh, I'm always, I mean, he didn't say anything. Was like, I'm wise with my money. I was like, oh. there must be something. Yeah, there, there Come will on. be always something. Um, I got it. It was a concert. I can't remember the name of uh, the uh, the singers. It was a concert that I thought was a very big groups, and I went to Esh okay. for going to see those girls, and I was surrounded by girls of 14 years old, <laughs> accompanied by their dad. I was like, okay, I'm not sure that I made it right. <laughs> <laughs> so I stayed for the first 15 minutes just to see and. <laughs> that was not for me, it really. Was a group. Yeah, it was a group, a group of girls singing for little girls. You could tell, hey, where's my girl? <laughs> I don't see her. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Have you seen Sasha now? Because I no, the worst is that when you, you have a colleague and the <laughs> colleague is uh, bringing uh, his girl and you say, oh, do you have, I mean, a niece or... Uh, yes, yes, sure. Yes. Um, she's she's, she's, she's around the corner, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Never I forgot hair tone. Uh, on you. On you, on you. Ah, favorite food in the world? Um, uh, tapas. Oh. Oh, I love tapas, I yes. Ah. In Spain, you, you really eat uh, uh, very well and people are really friendly. You know What I like really much in uh, Spain, you go to uh, some... A town like Madrid or Bilbao, and you go, and everyone is uh, is outside. Mm -hmm. Everyone is uh, yeah. taking an aperitif uh, uh, together, going from one bar to another, having some good time. Children's mm -hmm. and families uh, and grandmothers uh, are, uh, you know, uh, seated on a terrace and mm -hmm. having uh, a good fun. That's not something that we have in Nordic countries, obviously, for the weather. Because it's mm. cold, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also the culture, because yeah, we have a lot of terraces that are uh, crowded, uh, but it's less the culture, let's yeah. go together and have, um, have uh, an aperitif, a tapas, you know, during a weekday. Yes. You go to Madrid, I was there uh, 15 uh, days ago for, for work again. It's uh, crowded everywhere, mm. fantastic. Nice. But uh, to be honest, like there are some... Um, bars uh, and places here in Luxembourg that you actually enjoy like to go there right I agree because I mean uh, most no, I mean not most but some um, they don't know how to treat the, the customer the client properly yeah. right so that's why I mean we also come here because uh, yeah. we always go to Conrad because I mean to be honest they know how to treat uh, the customer and uh, they are more um empathic with the client you exactly. know so you can feel you're treated well yeah. and uh, you're more like uh I think yeah, the word that you're looking for is like yeah they take care of you yeah, yeah they take care of you and you're more willing to to go back right and it's something that um in some restaurants uh, um, i mean you can feel that um, yeah. either they don't care or at the end you're just money for them and they will make it anyway whether it's you or someone else but in some bars they, they recognize you they tell you ah how are you how was your day even just asking mm. this let's it's say. all about experience and it's all about again the value that we were talking uh, mm. before respect sharing having yeah. a good time enjoying your time mm, 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 mm. yeah and so I and here in uh, luxembourg what's uh, your favorite restaurant if you if you have to go mm. like uh, somewhere and um 
where I, so I really love it's an Italian restaurant Fanny in Roser not because they uh, are called Fanny <laughs> it's really funny because the same the first uh, time that I've uh, gone it was my uh, secretary that uh, reserved for me and she said uh, under which name under Fanny and so they welcomed me as Madame Fanny and they always recognize me now not that <laughs> I'm really going uh, so much but uh, they are really friendly. Uh, they are really nice. They are taking uh, taking care of uh, people of the. Ah, wait, but it's the one out uh, out of Luxembourg, right? Yes, in Roser. Funny, funny. It's an Italian funny. restaurant. Funny, yeah, yeah. Ah. Fantastic restaurant. The yeah, yeah. food okay. is uh, is very nice. Roberto uh, Fanny Roberto and his funny. wife. They are yeah. really nice, and and uh, all the waiters as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, most foolish thing. You have done for love. Mm-hmm. If there's something, like if you ever done something foolish. <laughs> foolish. I don't know if it's foolish, but I think that uh, so for love, I um, renounced to go in exchange uh, at my company in New York. Okay. I was Good point. investing in my life. I uh, learned how to speak Spanish in a record time <laughs> in order to be integrated with his friends and family. And it's oh. the best decision that I've uh, taken uh, probably uh, at, uh, at that uh, point. And um, accepted uh, to wear those uh, rings that are um, uh, very uh, nice, but also uh, very, um, how do you say that, uh, custom in uh, in uh, Spain, when you have pearls that are really big, li- like this. Okay. Uh, oh. It's not foolish, but uh, you know, some people <laughs> would tell me that you never had that before. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, pick one. What's your next accomplishment? The one that I'll do uh, next? Mm. Um, your next even goal, if it's like your, your personal goal, and yeah. not just about working. No. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, really to sports. Uh, really, uh, those days, and I really want to uh, to do a competition either in hiking or in Nordic walking. Uh. So, okay. I've uh, I found um, a trainer. Well, it's not really a trainer. It's uh, someone that uh, would accompany people to have a nice uh, hike in the mountain in uh, in Nice, and he's a fantastic guy. Okay. So I'm trying to to build my objective around that, but I'm, I'm I'm not totally done with that. But that would be the direction to go. But uh, like the competition is about like timing or yeah. along the d- d- timing distance. Okay. I like to do that not really uh, only by myself, but uh, with the team, so yeah. that it's uh, it's uh, more funny and uh, you know it's, uh, you have a bit better experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, looking at that any. Any advice from uh, any of your audience uh, would be welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, something that you like to do, but you are terrible at? Singing. Oh, really? I'm a, comp- I'm a complete disaster for singing. <laughs> and, you know, um, so it has always been like that. And when my child were really uh, young, they <laughs> loved that I saw that, that I was singing. And my husband was... Mm, I let you with them. <laughs> <laughs> he was putting headphones <laughs> to <laughs> isolate. 
I'm sure you really like it. <laughs> and but your child, your children, they were like enjoying it. So uh, everything for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, because at the time they couldn't speak, so they couldn't complain. <laughs> 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 they they were stop. forced. Ah, the first app that you open in the morning on the phone. On your phone. Apple Music. Oh, okay. Yeah, some and nice music. What, what are you yeah. playing? Something a bit uh, chilly, you know, mm. easy to start uh, the day and okay. to be like <laughs> to okay. wake up nice. uh, in a good uh, good mood. Good mood. <laughs> and uh, celebrity crush, you have one. Someone. The the, the crush game, you mean? No, no like someone that you like, like a celebrity, ah, that, celebrity uh, that you're like, uh, let's say, in love with. Uh, maybe when you like were a George teenager. Cooney, you know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good uh, question. <clears throat> so I must confess that I'm uh, not too much into uh, celebrity things and so on. So I have to uh, look uh, really, really deeply who I would uh, really like. Because obviously there's someone that I, that I would like. But that does not come like this uh, to my mind. Okay. <laughs> good, good. Um, ah, yeah. Best colleague or teammate that you ever had and why? Uh, her name is... Uh, two names. Uh, her name are uh, Sophie and Serene. I uh, shared an office uh, with uh, Sophie, so she was a colleague. She, she has now uh, quit and uh, uh, is working in, uh, still in the industry. Mm -hmm. We had fantastic time together. We shared a good moment and also some pains. We learned together, and I think that uh, made us uh, stronger and, and having a good time. Mm -hmm. And Serena as well. She came a little bit uh, later, but not, uh, not uh, so, so late. Uh, a uh, fantastic, lovely, smiley, and positive uh, person, uh, always, uh, you know, looking for the good uh, spirit and the good yeah. of the team, which is uh, which is what I what it's I important like. to have like a person in your daily life like this. Exactly, mm. yeah. And the second name, no, she so that was yeah, she, ah. she mentioned both. Ah, scusa, sorry. Keep it there. Uh, this one I like especially because you've been. Working quite a lot in the same, uh, let's say, industry, right? If it wasn't what you're currently doing, right? So, uh -huh. for your partner, what do you think would be your current profession? In a parallel world. In a parallel world. I could be, uh, I could be probably working in the vineyards on uh, for a champagne uh. Uh, company, you know? Not bad. Mm. Not bad. Producing or probably much more selling or doing something so that, you know, the, the company is uh, getting uh, uh, better or that we serve uh, customers uh, better. That would be something that okay. I would, uh, would do as well. So back to your roots, right? Yeah, exactly. So back to the champagne. Hmm. Ah, and uh, if it wasn't for, okay, let's say... 21st century, in which period would you like to be born? Uh, Anytime. I mean, not with dinosaurs, I guess, but... Uh. Why not? Because, you know, I'm uh, currently uh, reading this book of uh, Sapiens, if okay. uh, you've heard about it. It's uh, 
Yuval Harari uh, that uh, that wrote uh, this and he also made uh, a comics uh, about that and he's uh, telling all the evolution of uh, of man and the sapiens of course mm -hmm. which was not uh, the only um, species of uh, of man at uh, at the time and why why we are here and uh, not uh, the others and it's amazing because you know I'm um, rediscovering that uh, the sapiens uh, discovered uh, America much before Christophe Colomb, obviously, and did a lot of things. And I'm really wondering, how was it at the time where people were just uh, taking fruits and, uh, you know, what was uh, growing uh, here and, um, and uh, having uh, not so much uh, meat as we have, but, you know, taking what they uh, found yeah, in the nature fun. and just be happy with that. No worries with anything. Mm. Everybody no, also... No, no client's confirmation yeah, to, exactly. uh, to perform. <laughs> the BGL refund. No, yeah. No, nothing more than uh, the daily life and enjoy, enjoying nature and also enjoying, you know, the, the tribe because it was like a yeah. little group of maybe 50, 50 people. And uh, maybe it's because I'm, I'm reading that book, but I'm really wondering... Mm. Yeah, could How be, was could it? be. Yeah, was it? We have so much thing today that we need to think of and goals and so on. Do we need so much goals in the end? Uh, at, the, at the end of the day, yeah. Well, by yeah. the way, when you you were asking me uh, uh, what are my my next goal, uh, another big goal for me is to to relax much more and to to enjoy less and to to, mm. to sorry to enjoy more, more with more. less uh, less okay. things. Yeah, good point. Very good thing. Um, what what advice would you give yeah. to your younger self? Uh, relax more, enjoy, mm -hmm. be curious. Don't oh yeah, the the big one for for me and especially for me would uh, would be do not be afraid to make mistakes. That's okay. Mm. And just learn from that. Okay, we should learn from that. Yeah, also far mio preferito. Yeah, come on. Okay, it's my favorite <laughs> one. So, picture this. You're going to a restaurant for dinner, sitting at a table of four, and you can bring three people from, you know, three persons from any time and from all over the world. Okay. Who would they be? Can I give some names? So, probably names that I've uh, already quoted uh, and, and some others. So, of uh, friends or, or some people that. But uh, even. Uh, and from 2000 years ago. Even, uh, even Napoleon, if you yeah, want. Even, uh, yeah. You could you, you, ca you can bring three people. Anyone. From anywhere, from any time. Ah, so Sean Connery. I would be really interested okay. to have a chat with Sean Connery. So now it's not possible anymore. Maybe that's a celebrity crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could be. Could you be see? Right. But that sounds a little bit though. So she like a really uh, old man. <laughs> <laughs> in his prime. In his prime. Yeah, in his prime, before, exactly. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, probably um, Nelson Mandela, Gandhi would be uh, some okay. people that I would really like uh, uh, to, uh, to, to meet. Uh, and I don't know why someone really contemporary uh, who exists today, Christine Lagarde, is for me someone that I oh. like to, to know better. I think that she's inspiring, probably because uh, she's a woman and I'm a woman. Uh, yeah. I can't. Th I can't think of uh, a lot of other per person, but uh, you know, someone that at some point uh, do not know how to choose. So I would <laughs> quote maybe ten or fifteen. That would be a party. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Going for tapas. Ah, Going yes, for tapas. Tapas okay. a good champagne. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Good wine. Perfect. Good combo. <laughs> well, I think that's it. Yeah. That was a very nice interview with you, Guy. Thank yeah. you very much. Well, thanks Thank you a too. lot for sharing, let's say, your life wi with us <laughs> and for accepting the invitation. Yeah. It was really good. Thank you very much. It was a great moment. Yeah. So, so many nice insights. Uh, I mean, how to survive in Luxembourg, how to survive in a big company, mm -hmm. but especially how to enjoy life. So, yes. I really liked it. So, yes, I didn't expect that, but uh, thanks <laughs> a lot. Then it was here. Yeah. Thank you, thank you.